0: Hi, welcome to Ready to Scale Season 3. I'm your host, Ellie Perlman. I'm a real estate investor, syndicator, and operator of multifamily properties. And in this season, we're going to focus on dialogues that drive success. Building real wealth is not a fairy tale nor rocket science, but there's so much to learn. So grab a cup of coffee and join me each week for in depth conversations with successful real estate investors conversations that are designed to help you drive your wealth investment knowledge and lifestyle to the next level. And of course, you can always go to my website ellieperlman.com to read more about investing passively in multifamily. Welcome to another episode of the High Achievers series. I'm Ellie Perlman, your host broadcasting this time from Miami. Hope everything is well with you guys. I hope that your investments are actually doing well, which is not a given in the middle of a pandemic. Today, I want to talk to you about the state of the market and have kind of a recap of Q1 of 2021. So in the last update, I basically said that there are not many deals, you know, there's a lot of demand in the market for deals, and we see a very, very few deals here and there. Usually they're not the greatest deals or in the greatest areas of town. Now that has changed dramatically. So when I'm recording this, it's the end of Q1 of 2021, and we've actually started seeing an inflow of deals of multifamily deals starting, I would say, mid February. And it was really nice to see, obviously. But the interesting thing is that we started seeing larger and larger deals. So, anywhere between two to five, 600 units, now they're all in the market. And that was basically my prediction last time when I said that I believe in Q1, towards the end of Q1, we're going to see many more deals coming up in a pipeline. And that's, you know, our pipeline has increased and was filled up overnight almost. So as of now, just to give you a sense of how much busier we got, we are looking into 16 or 18 different deals across five or six markets. And these are deals that have basically passed the sniff test. So we know they're in the right areas, they're in the right size, you know, I personally like three to 600 units, so we know they're kind of in that right you know, size, and they're in the right area of town, they're class B assets, there is value add component to it. And so we're looking at really a large number of deals right now, and I'm actually going to be in Atlanta, we're probably going to release this episode after I'm going to come back, but I'm going to Atlanta for a very busy 48 hours trip. And I'm going to be walking about seven different properties. And I'm going to also, you know, walk our own managed properties in the Atlanta market. Of course, I'm going to be with a mask trying to stay outdoors and keep my distance. But we have to keep moving, right? Even with the pandemic. So this is just to say that we do have a lot more deals and one reason is because a lot of the sellers that intended to sell last year, they wanted to wait until things stabilized a bit more and now they feel more comfortable selling basically real estate because they also want to buy new properties. And every year around the end of February after the NMHC conference, which is the largest conference of multifamily owners and operators and service providers. When we go to that conference every year, we know that we're going to meet with brokers so we can get a first look at deals that are going to be marketed soon, and also to look at some off-market deals. So in a sense, it was pretty predictable because every year most deals are being released right after the NMHC event and that happened also this year so it's not as much as we would like to see like we see every year but it's definitely definitely an increase an uptick significant uptick from anything that we've seen so far starting March so it took about 12 months for the pipeline to fill up which is great which, you know, it makes me really excited because now we actually have deals to look at. So that's one aspect of what's happening with multifamily properties. There's a lot of deals in a market, you know, we're in a process also of selling, a, you know, a few properties. And so it looks like the market is back to being very active. Now, in terms of cap rates, they actually, cap rates have been compressed since COVID sort of stabilized in the investing world, and I would say around May, May or June that gave investors a few months to see what's happening since March and to see, you know, that's enough time to see how the properties are performing, if tenants are paying their rents, and of course things change every month with some properties, but that was enough for investors to feel comfortable buying real estate again. So since from March 2020 until May, nobody was really buying anything, and then from May until now Everyone is looking for a deal right now, which, you know, that's another reason why cap rates have been compressed. Financing is still good, interest rates are still low. So basically, cap rates have been compressed. And for the most part, when we're looking at deals, we see in most deals that they're maintaining above 90% collections. And we see that across the board for A and B assets. With C assets, it's a little bit hit or miss. And I personally not a big fan of C assets. And we're not purchasing, you know, C assets in any market. But if you're looking at C assets, and you're interested in that, then collections are Probably they can be anywhere between seventy percent, maybe to ninety percent, but seventy to eighty that would be a very common figure for collections month over month. So in terms of capital, and I've touched on it a bit earlier, there's so much capital out there right now, a lot of investors that cashed out either sold properties or sold their position in the stock market, and so there's a lot of money that is moving to real estate from other investment vehicles because real estate is performing now within real estate there's a lot of money that is moving from non-multifamily investments to multifamily because the strength of the performance of the multifamily sector so we see a lot of other investors a lot of groups that are moving from retail from office to, and they're allocating basically to multifamily. They're allocating their funds to multifamily because it's much more conservative. It's much safer. And they like that conservatism and they like the aspect of having a steady, almost almost guaranteed cash flow. So we see that. And then we saw a lot of money that is moving from Core markets in multifamily. So, from San Francisco, New York, Los Angeles, moving basically to secondary and tertiary markets such as Atlanta. You know, DFW is maybe technically not a core market, but it's a very, very strong market to the Carolinas, to Florida, to Arizona. So, we basically see a lot of investors and groups that used to invest in those core markets and right now in multifamily the situation is not very, very good. There in many of those markets the rent growth has been negative month over month since COVID hit because, you know, the obvious shift outside of the core markets because of the pandemic. And now more tenants are going to those markets where we're looking for the next deal. You know, Atlanta, Phoenix, Austin, Dallas, the Carolinas. So this is also where investors are shifting their funds to because they're following the demand and the demand is responsible for the really, really solid performance during COVID. So because there's a lot of investors that are reallocating their funds to multifamily and within the multifamily sector from Core markets to other markets, it means that there's a lot more competition when it comes to buying an asset. So it's a very challenging time on the buying side because there's a lot of competition. From the selling side, it's actually a great time to be a seller because you know that there are so many other groups out there that are looking to deploy the capital that they have at hand right now that you can push a little bit the envelope and basically ask for the highest price you can potentially get for the asset and maximize your returns as a seller. So that's what we see in the market. Now, in terms of yields, they have compressed a little bit more. So a lot of deals that we underwrite right now, you know, the numbers come down to six to seven percent percent Yearly cash on cash net to investors and 12 to 14 percent IRR. And previously, you know, two years ago, we were projecting eight percent cash on cash and 15 to 17 percent IRR. Well, we're in a different environment. So I always prefer to adjust investors' expectations and say, hey, this is what we see in the market in order to win a deal. I cannot pay you 8% cash on cash. Six or 7% is what our conservative underwriting shows. I prefer to adjust investors' expectations and our expectations than to adjust the assumptions and be more on the aggressive side, because when it comes to underwriting, you all know how conservative I am. And we assume very minimal rent increases and renovations in year one, higher bad debt, higher, you know, vacancies. And so when you're trying to be conservative, the model spits out, you know, lower yields, lower you know returns to investors. Now, if you are overly conservative, obviously, investors are going to get more because you're we're underwriting to the worst case scenario so that's what's happening in the market just to recap there are a lot more deals right now in the market cap rates have compressed mainly because the debt is still very attractive collections are high class a and b assets are pretty much performing very well there's a lot of money seeking deals which means that yields, returns to investors have went down a bit. It's still a very good investment. It's still safer than other investment vehicles. And I'm a firm believer in multifamily. I think you know that by now. But just wanted to share with you what I see from my point of view as a sponsor and operator. So I hope that was interesting to you and that you have a little bit more understanding of what's going on, especially if you're passive investors, you're not always in the front line, you don't always see and feel what's happening kind of behind the scenes. That's it for today, guys. Be bold, be great, keep pushing forward. And I see you on the next episode.